Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Program Perceptions, which is a podcast geared towards dissecting ways we might have been programmed and talking through our perceptions. My name is Dr. Tanisha Barton, and in this episode, I am going to talk about a little bit about um, what inspires me and what keeps me going and some things that I think about as I am, you know, stepping into the world and getting older and things and, and things that I consider to be part of my legacy or what I'm trying to create or how I'm trying to impact the world. And so one of the things that I, I often get asked, and I feel like I say that a lot, but I get asked a lot of questions and, and I'm fine with that because I love answering questions. So feel free to ask me whatever you want. But one of the things that people usually say to me is Tanisha, how did you get started in your career choice? And now that you're there, have you accomplished everything you want to? What keeps you motivated? What keeps you going? Why are you so willing to give, you know, people your time? Um, why are like, how do you figure out this world and this space you want to live in? Like, how are you showing up for people in ways that maybe we don't know or we don't see? Or how does your mind work and how do you determine who you're going to give your time to, who you're not going to give your time to, things like that. So I wanted to make an episode a little bit about, I guess, I guess you could say why I am the way I am or some things that I think about as I am entering in new spaces and thinking about creating new things or doing new things or how I keep myself going and keep myself involved in my life in a way where I feel like I'm showing up for others, but I'm also showing up for myself. And it's also feeding my soul, I guess, too, for lack of a, of a different way to explain that. But that's kind of what it feels like for me is it feels like I'm, I'm fueling my soul in certain ways. And so one of the things that has helped me in life, and one of the things that is, I guess you could say, it's like kind of my North Star, my thing I aspire to be is, I remember when I was a little girl, I remember there were certain things that I wished that I could see more of. And I'm going to say some things, and this isn't a hit against anybody or for anything I saw as a kid or anything like that, but this is just kind of my vision and how it's catapulted me to be the person that I am today. So I remember there were certain things that I wanted to see as a kid that I never really saw a lot of. Like I wanted to be around and I wanted to see successful women. And I wanted to feel like one day I could be a successful woman or I wanted to feel like I could show up in a way of what's of what a successful strong powerful woman looked like. And I I remember Anytime I would see a woman that I thought was like put together or on top of it, obviously I didn't know if she was or wasn't, but anytime I saw a woman in that regard, I, there was something in me that drew me to her. I would, I would watch her. I would watch the food she would eat, how she would eat it, how she would walk, what she would do, what she would talk about. Um, and I basically was drawn to that emulation of successful, strong woman. And so I knew growing up, something I wanted to do is I wanted to absorb that and I wanted to be that for somebody else. So I think a better way to say this is I always try to be the woman that I needed as a little girl. And I know that that sounds really cliche because there's a quote that says that. Um, but I think a better way to say that is 
I remember being, and even in my twenties, I feel like, but I remember there was a time when I was like 14 or 15, I played volleyball and one of my friend's parents, I just thought she was so put together. I mean, she was just on it. Like, and it wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't like the clothes she was wearing or anything like that. It was just the way that she would walk into the gym. I knew that her mom was there and I don't want to say her name because I didn't tell her I was going to have this episode, but her mom to me just exuberated confidence and just exuberated this thing that I wanted to emulate. And so I remember just watching that and I remember just gravitating and loving that about certain people. And so I basically molded myself or created myself in a way of, oh my gosh, if I would have seen somebody like me that looks like me when I was a little girl, I wonder how much my life would have changed sooner rather than me kind of figuring it out in my 20s and then my late 20s kind of going, okay, 100%, this is where I'm going and like I'm shooting for those stars. And so today I try to create that sense of strength and power and confidence and understanding and being myself and being real and staying true and all of those things, right? I think that sometimes it's met with different types of things. <laughs> Some people look at me and they love the way that I am. They love how I interact. They love certain things. Sometimes in work meetings, I show up in ways that people are like, oh my gosh, I love that you do that. And I know that you're always going to speak up and say something. And then in some of my other circles, I am naturally a leader, but I don't always have to be a vocal leader. I'm okay kind of setting back. But I always tell people, if I'm there, I'm going to take up space because I take up space. That is what I do. And when I say take up space, you know, I, I'm going to have an opinion. I'm going to say something. I'm going to, if I leave somewhere, you will know that I have left. Because that is the type of environment I want to bring with me when I step into spaces. And why I'm saying that here is because I think I work in a tech industry and I want to encourage women to also step into spaces like that. Because if you are somebody that is a woman in a position where you talk to people and people can be looking at you and looking up to you for certain situations, you can be that person that somebody else sees that they want to emulate. And what are you giving off? Like, what are some things that you're doing that is showing who you are? I think another thing for me, I've been very intentional on my social media accounts and what I talk about in life that I talk about me and I talk about relatable stuff. I am not somebody that's going to put up, you know, uh, Photoshop pictures. I'm not going to try to make myself look better. If I'm having a bad day, I'm going to say I'm having a bad day. If I had a bad week, I'm going to say I have a bad week. If I have toothpaste on my face because I have a pimple or a scar or whatever, I'm going to post that too. Like I am going to be who I'm going to be and I'm not going to apologize for it. And I am like that because I remember when I was little that was something that I absorbed into my skin. And that was something that I wanted to be as I got older. So for me, the way that I am today, I am this way because this is the way I want to be. And I think that that should be talked about. And I think that as I talk to different women in different spaces, whether it be professional, personal, whatever, I always 
try to ask, like, who are you? Who do you want to be? Or what do you want to do? And I know that that's a loaded question. Like, who are you? I don't know who I am. Like, I don't know. Depends on the day. I'm a Gemini. So hell, um, it really does depend on the day, right? I could be one person in one minute. And then the next second, I could be somebody else. But I think that the question is a good question. And I think as women, we are often told to show up in spaces a certain way. We're often asked to smile. We're often asked to dress differently, to wear this, to do this, to be this, to do that, whatever, right? This is how you are a woman. This is this is the type of woman I want you to be. I want you to be like this. But women, we can do whatever the hell we want to do. And I think as women, if we start to think about how we're showing up to spaces and who we are and what we want to give off to people, I think it will allow us to come from a place come from the place that we want to come from. I think that too many times it is drilled into women's head of what you're supposed to do or how you're supposed to act, or you're supposed to have children at a certain age. You're supposed to do this for your household. You're supposed to do this for this person. You're basically as a woman, you're supposed to be everything for everybody. And half the time that doesn't leave any time for yourself. And you know what? That's supposed to be okay because you're a woman. You're just supposed to deal with it, right? You're supposed to be strong and do it, but that's not always true. And screw that. You don't have to be everything for everybody. You need to be everything for yourself first, and you need to figure out what that looks like. And so for me, what it looks like is I try to emulate what I wanted as a little girl. And I try to remember some things that I saw that allowed me to dream and to create a vision for myself where I could one day be in a situation where maybe when I walk into a gym, right, people will know that I'm there. And that, that is something that matters to me. And I think it, it matters more to me, um, being a woman. And so I lead with power. I lead with confidence. I want to empower other people. I lead with stating my opinion. I lead with, this is who I am. I lead with, if you're going to ask me a question, I'm going to give you an honest answer. Am I good with using my words and playing on words and not saying exactly the wording that I want to say? Absolutely. But I think that to my core, if you ask me something, I'm going to answer and it might be a good answer, a bad answer or whatever, but I'm going to respond. And that is who I am. Like that is Tanisha. Tanisha stands in her convictions. Tanisha is who she is and she doesn't apologize for it. And I've worked to be that person. And so I live in that space and that is who I am. One of the things that I also wanted to talk about just in regards to this, oh my gosh, and I haven't said it. Um, sorry, personal Instagram, follow me to find more of my authentic self. Um, Dr. Tanisha Barton, that's my personal Instagram. My podcast Instagram is Program Perceptions and my personal website um, is programperceptions.com. And feel free to share, subscribe, write a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Perfect. Um, I probably should slow down when I say that, but here we are. I'm not, I'm not perfect. Um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about is uh, uh, soft skills in women and especially young women and how do you develop those soft skills? And so as I mentioned before, I'm in tech. And so I'm naturally surrounded by a bunch of men um, because, you know, being in tech, that that's how it works. But one of the things that I've realized is women aren't developing their soft skills as much as they possibly can in certain environments because they are the minority. 
And when you're the minority and you're younger and you don't have the experience of like how to push boundaries and how to work on those soft skills, it gets really hard to develop them if you don't know how to develop them. And so I think that one of the things that has helped me as far as soft skills is making sure that I am providing opportunities for women that I encounter and that I work with to work on those soft skills. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, what the hell is a soft skill? Like, what is she talking about? So a soft skill would be uh, time management or critical thinking, organizing, communication, working as a team, right? All those soft skills are just things that you kind of learn and you kind of pick up on along the way. Those are soft skills. Obviously the hard skills would be like the actual job. So if you're an engineer, being able to code, being able to debug, um, those type of things would be hard skills. So the soft skills are things that you really learn and things that you really evolve. But as a woman, especially a young woman, and let me take this a step further, a young woman of color, it's really hard to develop the soft skills because you're already in a space that you're not used to being in. And so how do you develop those soft skills as a woman? Is I get this, I get asked this question in a lot of different spaces. How do I learn how to communicate better? How do I develop problem-solving skills? And I'm going to say this, and this is this, this is the honest truth, and but it's scary, is that the only way you can develop those skills is to do those skills. So you don't, you're not going to learn how to use critical thinking unless you critically think about something and then you verbally let somebody know that you have thoughts or you're not going to be able to communicate if you don't communicate. You're not going to be able to manage your time effectively unless you try new things and and step out there and manage your time. You're not going to be able to be organized correctly unless you spend some time to organize yourself and to get yourself, you know, lined up and figured out. And so if you're a young woman who is in high school or you're in college or you just got your first job and you're nervous and there's a lot of skills that you feel like you don't have that you want to develop, do what I did. Find somebody that has the skills that you want to develop and see if they'll mentor you, see if they'll meet with you, see if they'll share with you ways that they've learned and ways that they've developed. I business communication in the sense of being professional when I'm effectively giving somebody feedback was hard for me because I naturally just get straight to the point and I want to let you know exactly what I'm thinking, exactly how I'm feeling. And I could care less how you, how you feel. I've learned that that is not the best way to do things, but I've had to develop that skill in a way that it makes me more relatable and it makes people hear me and understand me and take me in a way where they realize that I'm trying to help them. But again, I had to develop that skill. But as a woman, it's really hard for you sometimes to step out of that comfort zone and to really say, there are some things that I don't know that I need to learn. How can I learn those things? What does that look like? As I'm learning those things, how can I mimic that? How can I learn? And, and the, the advice that I would give you is see, a, uh, see how other women are doing it. See ways that they're communicate, communicating. On some level too, you can also look at how men are communicating because 
you might like their communication style. You might not, right? But like do that research and embed yourself into that process to figure it out. I think the other thing about soft skills that is hard is it's really hard to measure soft skills because if I'm measuring your hard skills, I can just say like they didn't complete the project. Did they? Yes or no, right? Did you complete the project? Yes or no. If the answer is no, I will see it because it shows up and it's incomplete. If the answer is yes, that's a different thing. However, one of the things you will note with your soft skills is you're going to have to work at them. And you have to be comfortable with the way that you're performing those skills. Because if you're not comfortable, first and foremost, who knows, right? Like, who knows if, who knows how it's going if you're not comfortable. But if you are somebody that's actively working on being comfortable with soft skills, learning, growing, and developing those skills, then you can be your own measure in that regard. And so one of the other things I want to tell you is I have encountered a lot of brilliant women and a lot of brilliant men that have really bad soft skills, really bad. Some of them are successful. Some of them are not successful and they think that they should be more successful and they're confused as to why they're not successful. And it's because they don't have any soft skills. And I always tell people, and this is my saying, I don't know if it's true. It probably exists somewhere because I'm sure I'm not the first person that has come up with this. Your hard skills get you jobs. Your soft skills get you promoted. Your soft skills takes you to a whole new level. Your soft skills allows you to develop yourself in ways that you would never be able to imagine because that's where you start getting stretched. And if you're getting stretched or you feel stretched, you're in the right, you're, you're, you're doing what you're supposed to do. And so that is that would be my advice to women if you're trying to learn and trying to develop. Again, I say this all the time. I am not perfect. I don't do everything right. I have flaws and all those things, right? But if you were to ask me, hey, Tanisha, how do you do things the way that you do them? What is What kind of keeps you going, keeps you motivated, keeps you, keeps you dreaming, keeps you having a vision? Like, how do you do that? How are you processing things? That is what I would say. I am trying to emulate what I wish that I had when I was younger and a person that looks like me. When I say a person that looks like me, I mean a black woman. And if you were to ask me as a younger woman or, or, or as just somebody entering in a new field and you have the hard skills because maybe you have a degree or you have experience or whatever, and you just have those hard skills. The soft skills is definitely something that you want to continue to grow with and you want to continue to grow at. And again, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Don't be afraid to ask questions. If you see somebody and you like the way they do things, reach out to them. Ask them for opinion, ask them for their advice. Ask them what their thoughts. Ask them why they see things the way they do. Ask them who helped them develop certain skills, right? And so try to put yourself in somebody else's situation so that you can learn and that you can develop from them. The the other thing I want to say is is women, 
I feel like we have so many obligations just because we're women and there are certain things that we're supposed to do that is just, you know, we're supposed to do them, right? Like the old, you know, saying about like a woman could step into a room and be the exact the exact same as a man. And the woman would be like, Oh, she's having a bad day. She's aggressive. She's too assertive. She's blah, blah, blah. Um, but the man would get applauded for being a leader. Don't let those things impact you be you. Because if you know who you are, it doesn't matter what anybody says about you. It doesn't matter if somebody is like, Oh, you know, Oh, here comes Tanisha. She's, she's assertive. I don't care. (laughs) Right. And get to that place. I don't care if I show up to meetings and people are like, oh, Tanisha's so assertive. Like that doesn't hurt my feelings. Is it annoying that I have to deal with that and a man wouldn't have to deal with that? Absolutely. But do I let that dictate my mood, my energy, my thoughts and how I'm showing up to meetings? Absolutely not. And so if you're a woman and you are in a power position, be that. Step into that power. If you have a seat at the table, you have a seat at the table. Don't ever think that you shouldn't be at that seat at the table. Like you're at the table. So, you know, have an opinion, say something, be the woman that you needed as a little girl, right? Do your thing and don't let anything anybody says intimidate you, make you nervous or whatever. Um, Screw that. You're there for a reason and step into that power. I, I remember there like a, a few years ago, I don't know if it was like five years ago or whatever. I was in a meeting once and I was quiet and I'm, I'm not like, I don't know. I'm quiet in some situations and some situations I'm not, but I remember the day that I put my cape on and that sounds really dumb. But what I mean by cape is like, I remember the day that I was at work where I was in a meeting and I was sick and tired of people talking about things that I thought were absolutely dumb and nobody was like steering the meeting and keeping us on track. And I remember I spoke up in the meeting and I was like, are we going to stay on track or not? Because every time we come to these meetings, we always veer off and get off track and nothing's determined. The way they looked at me after I said that, you would think that I was asking them to move a mountain. <laughs> like you would think that I had just opened up this can of worms and I said the most outrageous, crazy thing. But in that moment, what I realized is that I had my voice and I realized at that moment, I wasn't going to be silenced anymore. And that was when I was like, that is my voice. Oh, that's what I need to do. And so that is how I showed up. I showed up with my voice. I showed out, I showed up with my cape And that day changed the rest of my life and changes exactly how I am now. And I'm proud of that moment. And I think as women, we need to be more prouder of those moments that we have in those regards where we're showing up, where we're using our voices, where we don't care what people are saying about us. And we're just doing our jobs because we're good at our jobs and lead with that. You're a woman, you're a badass, be a badass. That's fine. But obviously be humble, you know, keep learning, keep, keep, you know, leading, keep challenging the status quo, but don't let anybody tell you you're too intimidating, too confident, too aggressive, too opinionated, too whatever, who cares? Do you? Cause you know what, when you end the meeting and when you're sitting with yourself or when you're self-reflecting, you are the only person that has to live with you and remember that. So in a meeting, if you're sitting there and you're like, I want to say something, I want to say something, and you don't say anything, 
are you going to be okay living with yourself or thinking with yourself after the meeting? Are you going to always wish that you would have said something? So say something, stand up for yourself, right? Take up some space, be that woman, um, be amazing. That's, that's what we do. Again, I am by no means perfect. I'm sure I could do a thousand things different, but I'm here and I'm developing and I'm putting myself out there and I'm trying and I am going to be who I'm going to be. And I'm going to speak up, but I'm going to shake the table that I'm at. And I'm going to be honest and I'm going to be self-reflective. Like those are the things I'm going to do. And so I just want to encourage you to also be those things if you're a woman. If you're a man and you're listening to this and you're like, how can I how can I help? How can I support? Just that. Be supportive. If you're in a meeting and a woman stands up to say something, support her. Don't cut her off. Don't talk over her. Don't belittle her her. Don't tell her to sit down and don't be that person saying she's too aggressive and too assertive. Like if you are a man, you have an opportunity here to be supportive of women and to be the man in the room that is going to be supportive of women. And you're going to watch them grow and watch them become their best selves because you are going to be supportive of what they do, just like those women are going to be supportive of what you do. And so everybody has a role to play here. And Hopefully, if you take nothing from this episode, as women, we are phenomenal. We can show up in ways that men can't show up, and we need to start doing that. We need to use our voices. We need to lend ourselves to things, and if you are somebody that is trying to work on some soft skills and you're trying to work on developing those things, good for you. It's not going to be easy, but I promise you if that is your goal, you will figure it out and you will be able to achieve everything you want to achieve and more. Just stay the course, and so again... I don't know. This kind of turned into like a motivational, like rah, rah, let's go. We got this. But that is me. That is how, that's what keeps me motivated. That is how I self-reflect. I know every day I show up to a space, no matter what space I'm in, I show up as a black woman. And I want to do other black little girls proud. And I want to show other girls that aren't black how black women can show up into spaces. So that precedent and that, that statement gets made and people start to see that so that they see that it can be done from both ends of the spectrum. And same with men. I want little boys to see how black women are showing up. I want grown men to see how black women are showing up. And I want to set the standard and I want to set the precedent that if you deal with Tanisha and other black women, we're going to show up and we're going to be powerful. We're going to be confident. We're going to accept feedback and all those things, but we're not going to lessen our power to make you feel better. That is not what we're here to do. And if we show up the way that we're supposed to show up, it makes everybody around us better. And that is our job to make everybody around you better and to be the person that you needed as a little girl. <laughs> so anyways, that is just a little bit about me. Um, I kind of felt like I was turning into a rant, but I hope that you understood my perspective and where I was coming from and why I am the way that I am, as crazy as it sounds. Um, but that's what motivates me. That's what keeps me going. And that is what I aspire to be. I want to inspire somebody else. I don't care who I'm inspiring. Um, well, I don't want to inspire like a, a psycho killer. But what I mean is I don't, I don't care who I'm inspiring in the sense of, I want to inspire men, women. I want to inspire everybody if I can. And I obviously being a black woman, I want little black girls to see what they can be and to see that there are other things that they can do 
other than what society is telling them that they can do. And so that is how I show up. That is why I show up. And that is why I will continue to show up and be who I am in different spaces. So thank you for listening. Um, your perceptions aren't always reality. Sometimes they are the lens in which you have been programmed. I'll chat with you soon.